Gascoigne going to have a crack? He is, you know. Oh, I say! Beckham. It's a Sheringham. And Solskjaer has won it! Eric Dyer places the ball on the spot. And England win on penalties! Hello, you are listening to The Unused Subs. This is a weekly football podcast looking back at the latest talking points and the things that made us fall in love with the game. This week is the second of our two-part specials looking at the clubs we support, where we will discuss why we chose our teams, our best and worst moments supporting them, our favourite 11 of players we've watched before facing three questions from across the bench. So from North London last week with Arsenal, we're now off to Suffolk. Matt, good evening. How are you, mate? You all right? I'm not too bad. Yeah? This I'm isn't going to be cheery. <laughs> I'm not surprised after the season you've just had. But I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed last week's tale of what it means for me to be a gooner. So yeah, I'm quite looking forward to this. And if you haven't listened to it, then do, because we need the numbers. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely. So yeah, how do you want to start this? Do you want to start with the the whys, the whats? And we'll do the yeah, same format, perfect. keep it consistent. Yeah. So yeah, over to you. Why is it Ipswich are the team for you? That's a good question. Thank you. I'm glad you've asked. Um, Tonight it is a weird one-ish. It's obviously as you and some people listening may know, it's where I was born, but it's not where I grew up. Grew up in Kendal, up in Cumbria, like opposite end of the country to Ipswich, really, mm-hmm. and. This this week, I've been thinking, not just why Ipswich, but why I even got into football in the first place. Because mm. obviously, that's what's got us starting this podcast as well. So. A little bit, yeah. And because like, if I look at my family, like my mum isn't into football, really. My dad wasn't into football, which is obviously a common yeah, reason, yeah. reason why. Um so I, I did have to text like my mum and dad just to be like, why, like, how did I get into football in the yeah. first? Because I had a few ideas. Yeah. And basically, it was when I moved up north. It it was just what all the lads in my year were doing. Yeah. And that's what you did. It's what I did, and I loved it from there. And then my stepdad is into football. It's yeah. not. He's mainly a rugby person, but he'd always watch football and. Him and his family were Liverpool fans. Right. And growing up in Kendall, it was pretty much you're either Liverpool or Man United right. at school. It was okay. it was pretty much those two, especially at primary school. Like so, I moved up. So what sort of year are we talking about? Here? I moved. I'm never sure whether it's ninety seven or ninety eight. Right. I, I can't remember exactly when okay. I moved up. So t- I'm going to be what five or six years old mm-hmm. when I start getting into football and yeah. I think my first game was the, either 97 or 98 as well yeah and who was your first game I'll come on to that oh, okay. but it was it was Ipswich okay um, so yeah at school it's like you were either Liverpool or Man United my stepdad and his family Liverpool fans and I'd always he'd always watch Liverpool games mm-hmm. so by extension I would as well and so on paper, it should be, well, why isn't this going to be about Liverpool? And that mm-hmm. is why, in past podcasts, I've always had a bit of a soft spot and a bit of a leaning towards Liverpool. But And it was my mum who told me, she was just like, you didn't want to be like everybody else. You didn't want to support a big team. Yeah. And I, for, for me, what I can remember is I always had this thing, it's like, you've got to support your hometown team. Right, okay. you've, you've got to. Mm-hmm. And so for that reason, I I chose Ipswich. And to come back to my first game, it was Ipswich v Bolton. Um, my dad took me and my brother. My brother is not really into football either. So it was, it was at Portman Road? At Portman Road, right. yeah. And I don't know, something just must have stuck. Because like, I... As a kid, it was a mixture of having Ipswich and Liverpool shirts. Yeah, growing like growing very up, much like me, Arsenal Celtic shirts. But it was very much like the two were, yeah, kind of level. And I don't, I don't know. I think I just did when you know what I'm going to support Ipswich. Like that's my team. Yeah, 
there was I think there is something in going there on your first game and you go yeah. it's just sucked me in as a six seven year old kid okay so what was it like as a six seven year old kid walking down because I've been to Portman Road so I can I can visualise it myself so I, I don't remember a lot yeah. of it but I just remember it being in the cobbled stands right, okay. and just seeing the pitch yeah and just was it almost not, a fever pitch it. moment when they go to Highbury for the first time in the film and like you walk you come out and you're like, like you can't believe it like the first yeah. time you hear people openly swearing and stuff like that like you know the, it, it's just the whole experience is incredible I thought it just it just gripped like, me yeah. Yeah. and I was like that I, I loved it like yeah. I absolutely loved it and then like my parents split up obviously okay. and so my dad was would still live in Ipswich yeah I was living in Kendall and it would be like every month yeah. once a month we'd go down to Ipswich for the weekend okay cool. and it was at the point like dad would always be like so what do you want to do this weekend and I'd just be there like well, there's a game on yeah and it, I mean fair play to him because he he He's very open about how he dislikes football. Okay. He just can't. Just he just can't agree with it. Like, yeah. the he just doesn't enjoy the sport at all. He's not really a sports okay. person. Full stop. Right. He doesn't agree with like the money and everything involved. Like he worked for a local radio station in Ipswich yeah. at the time, and he he dealt with the club yeah. a little bit in terms of getting the commentary right. So he knew a bit yeah. behind the scenes, but in terms of any connection. Zero. Nothing. Okay. But he, he would still take me along and I feel a bit sorry for my brother really as well because like he... He's selfish sort. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So, first game, what sort of team were we talking Who was the manager at the time? It would have been Burley. Okay. I, to be honest, I, I don't remember a lot of it. Yeah. I don't remember a lot. I think we lost 1-0. Mm-hmm. I think I remember... Manuel Thetis got sent yeah. off, but again, don't Holland would have probably been there. Matt Holland probably, probably yeah, yeah. I'm to be, we'll come on to it when yeah, I get yeah, to my favourite eleven. But a lot of we had a lot of six. Like we were good in the late nineties, early two thousands, but not many of those. I don't think I've got any of those kind of players in my team because I don't really. Similar sort of thing. I could have easily have put the Row Castles in and that for me last week. Didn't see him. Like, exactly. You know I mean? like, could have been anyone. Exactly. Like we, we were 2002 when we got yeah. relegated from the Premier League. So I was 10. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of just fits and starts me going. Like, I remember a few games from the Premier League. So is that the last time you were in the Premier League as well? Yeah. 2002 yeah. yeah we had two seasons mm. cool finishing fifth in yeah. the first one after coming up through the playoffs yeah it's your gig yeah going over to you mate um, I mean that's kind of it in terms of why Ipswich over anyone else I yeah. think um, I always I always quite liked it as well being li- li- yeah. Yeah, yeah living up north and then, and then a few people came out the woodwork saying, "Oh, yeah, I actually support Blackburn or support yeah. Carlisle." It's like I, I did it first, yeah, yeah. but it, but it was known in in school, like everyone knew. Yeah. So like, if Ipswich did something like noteworthy yeah. or like there was a sign in or whatever, people would come speak to me about because they knew that. Oh, that Ipswich signed so and so. Yeah. Signed for George. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Or if like a player of ours like went to a Premier League club, or how old were you when Bramble went to Newcastle? Uh, that'd have been what two thousand and one, yeah, two ish. Oh yeah, nine, ten. All right. Jesus Christ, that makes me feel old. He, I think he went after. Who went first? after after relegation? Yeah, who went first, Bent or Bramble? That what Darren Bent? Yeah. Or, um, Bramble. Yeah. Darren Bent wasn't really in the first yeah. team until we got relegated. Because we had Marcus Bent in the yeah. second season yeah. of the Premier League. Come on, let's not get ahead of ourselves anyway. So, yeah, go on. Well, that's, yeah, as I say, that's kind of it for yeah. why Ipswich. So. Yeah. All right. Forward by Morgan, up by Croft. Naylor. He stabbed it through. Royce is onside. Royce! Premiership! We've had 
a lot of bad moments of, of recent years, but part of football is having some great moments as well. So, open it up to you. Tell us about your best and worst moments of a bit of blue. A lot of them are linked. Yeah, go on. Like I've got them listed in front of me, and I was researching it throughout the week. I mean, one of the best moments is that 2000-2001 season. Even though I was still quite young and don't really remember a lot of it. Like I remember going to Liverpool at home. Like you just couldn't get tickets. Yeah. It was under the lights, but because my dad worked for the radio station, they had a box. Yeah. So occasionally we could get in there yeah. and yeah, I remember like I think they had Owen and Heskey up front and for me that was like a huge game as well yeah. because they were like my two teams. Yeah. So that was that was quite cool. Yeah. And finishing fifth in the first season, getting into the UEFA Cup the next year. Mm-hmm. Like again, going back to being at school, people were like, well, we were mixing it with, yeah. it It was up until like the last couple of games that it was between us and Liverpool for the final Champions League spot. So all of a sudden, yeah. like the Liverpool fans at school, it was like, oh my God, I've got a bit of a rivalry yeah, yeah, you now. Yeah, yeah. Like, this, this is so cool. Of a bit of a yeah. So and like, I love it when they do like the Premier League years and that season's on. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that's pretty cool. We got we had some we had some really good players like Richard Wright, yeah. Fabian Wilness, uh, Mark Venus, uh, Jamie Clapham, Matt Holland, Martin Royser, Marcus Stewart as yeah. well. Who again, like it was so cool that he was being tipped for an England call-up. Yeah. He's, he's on fire. For, yeah, he was that. There's always one striker when they come up, like sets it alight in the Premier League, and he was that striker. Yeah. Because yeah. um, Phillips had done it not yeah. long before for Sunderland. Yeah. Was David Johnson playing for you at this point? He... Ex-Forest no, guy. Yeah, yeah, he helped get us up, but then I don't... He didn't really play yeah. for us in the Premier League, and then he went, and then he got sold. Yeah. I think to Forest, yeah, who were a championship at the time. It's like it's strange for me, like to see Ipswich in the positions that are now. Because growing up for me, like getting into football late eighties, early nineties, they were always like like an established top league, top league team. I mean, I suppose as well, yeah, like coming out from the early eighties. Yeah. Well, the year you were born, we yeah. won. Yeah. The UEFA Cup. Mm. And then obviously Robson goes to England, but we're still we're still quite a name, yeah. I would imagine, when yeah. when you were growing up and yeah. we were in the first ever Premier League yeah. season. I mean the team the sort of players I can remember turning out for Ipswich would be Craig Forrest in goal. Yeah. Uh Stockwell. Yeah. I think he's a kitchen I think he owns a kitchen company now. Really? Yeah. Uh, Gavin Johnson left yeah. back um, your centre half was David Linnigan Andy Linnigan's brother okay and there we had you had Kawamia Kawamia Dazel John Walk John Walk an aged John Walk at this point Milton yeah and then you can remember you getting Ian Marshall a little bit later yeah players like that he was such a pikey, he was. Like, he really was. <laughs> he was like, um, but yeah, so it's strange for me to see him go down, but obviously, you've gone down to League One. Whoa, I'm nowhere near. All right, okay, all right. That's, that's one of my worst moments. Okay. Right. Go on. Be- best and worst kind of linked from the 2004-05 season. Mm-hmm. One of the best moments was a home game against Wigan. Two, uh, it was like a top, top of the table clash. Like the whole s- of that season, there was us, Wigan, and Sunderland going for the two automatic spots. Yeah, and this was a massive six pointer. And I remember it, it was a few days before Christmas, under the lights, sellout crowd. Like I was absolutely buzzing that Dad was able to get a couple of tickets yeah. for us to go. I was so so pumped. Yeah. That we had a, we had a good side then, mm. and we go one nil down to a goal from Leighton Baines, 
like one of the best goals I've ever seen live. Like he just smashes it into the top okay. top corner from about thirty yards out. And then Richard Naylor equalises okay. about 10, 15 minutes later. And then Darren Bent scores in the last minute. Yeah. And Bedlam. Just, it was magic. Like, under the lights. Something it, about it put us, It put us top at Christmas. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I'm, how old am I? At? In 2004, 12? So I'm like, 12 years old. We're not long come down from yeah. the Premier League so I'm like Jesus we got like this we're is gonna the first start of time where your kids actually start thinking like you realise the magnitude of the results like what it means to be up at the top and yeah like, almost like it's that it's that coming home feeling that England had in the, with the World Cup where you start to get caught up in it all and stuff like that was that the first li- time it was just exciting yeah like when we came down, I obviously think, well, we're going to be one of the favourites to come back up. And we were always in and around the mix mm-hmm. in those first couple of years. But we had, we had a lot of, well, we had a lot of financial problems as well, which didn't help. And we had Joe Royal as manager. We were playing really good attacking football. And I always loved going and watch that team. Yeah. Like Coochie and Bent up front. Yeah. They got about, 40 odd goals between them okay. Tommy Miller got about 10-15 from midfield we had yeah. Jim Magilton uh, Ian Westlake uh, Wilness would still have been there Kelvin Davis in goal really like good exciting fun team yeah. to watch had loads Hard of working, goals but yeah loads of goals yeah uh, we'd, one of those will outscore you yeah but then it also links to one of my worst moments because we just bottle it at the end of the season yeah. and completely fall apart in the last two, three games, end up finishing third, get knocked out in the semi-finals to West Ham. And I just remember being distraught. Like It was the complete opposite end of the spectrum from um, from that Wigan game yeah. just what, five, six months later. And I, I think I cried when we got knocked out in that yeah. semi-final and then Bent and Coochie leave Tommy Miller leaves Kelvin Davis leaves and that is that re- really when it started that's, that was the beginning of the, like we didn't yeah. we didn't get into the playoffs again for 10 years yeah which Shit. and then we're now here so that was I, I can't remember if I joked when we'd hit record but definitely when I walked into the room like it's not, it's not going to be a cheery podcast yeah because the so it, the majority of my time has been shit. Not even shit, just dull. No, nah, not dull. I'd say just lacking something, just not quite there. Like we were always around seventh, eighth for a long time. Around like we had a lot, not a long time, but we had a lot of seasons like under Magilton and then Mick McCarthy where we would be seventh, eighth, ninth, but it's never quite enough. It's just been uneventful, yeah. Really, um, I'll, I'll well, you, actually, I want, I don't think I've ever properly asked you about this game, but one of my best moments was the League Cup semi final right. um, to Arsenal, right? It was so weird that we ever got to the League Cup semi-final like we we were doing really badly in the league yeah. um, Roy Keane was manager <laughs> but he, he'd been sacked um, well, prior, prior, to, prior the, to the game yeah. yeah he'd been sacked prior to I think kind of December right. and then on the Saturday or Sunday whenever it was we had Chelsea away in the FA Cup third round yeah with a caretaker manager in charge. Who was that? Ian McFarland. Right. Um, We got beat 7-0. I do remember that, actually. And then it was Wednesday night, Portman Road, under the lights, sell-out crowd, Arsenal come in. Yeah. League Cup semi-final. It's like, we're going to get battered here. We're going to get absolutely smashed. But I was like, whatever. It's like, it's a semi-final. Yeah, yeah, I've got it. I had a ticket. Yeah. I think... Dad? Pulling the connection again for you? I think he sorted it out. Yeah, because yeah, I was at uni at the time. Right. It was, what, t- it was 2000 and 
11. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I was in my first year at uni. Yeah. And I remember walking out. I was in the cobbled lower. Yeah. All of the cobbled upper was away fans. Was away fans. Yeah. When it's usually just mm-hmm. kind of a third. Like the top corner. The top really, corner, yeah. yeah. So that was quite weird but quite cool. I remember walking out and Cesc Fabregas. Yeah. Jack Wilshere. Koscielny. Uh, Koscielny yeah. was, was playing. I mean, it was a it was a good yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Szczesny in goal. Abue played. Koscielny played. Kieran Gibbs played. Uh, and when I say played, I mean started. Yeah. Fab- yeah. Fabregas, Benton was yeah. up front. Wilshere. I think Ar- Shaven. Danielson as well. Maybe I'm not yeah. sure. I'd have to check. Walcott. Yeah, yeah. And I, just walk, I mean, walking out and seeing Fabregas yeah. on the road, I was like, wow. Yeah. But we're we gonna get slapped here. Yeah. And our team was so bad. So like we had a midfield of we had Mark Kennedy. Yeah. Used to play Liverpool, Millwall, Wolves. Yeah. He was playing holding midfield. Yeah. We had an Irish car horse midfielder called Colin Healy. Yeah, I do remember Colin Healy. Yeah. Yeah. It, I think we, I think Grant Ledbetter was playing yeah. as well in midfield. Um, yeah, Conor Wickham was playing on the left he wing. Scored, didn't he, Conor Wickham? Uh, right? Tamas Prishkin. Uh, yeah, I do remember. Seventy eighth minute. Yeah. To win one 0 like, and it, it was kind of a bit messy in midfield. Yeah. Colin Healy flicks the ball over the top. It's Prishkin v Giroud. Prishkin gets the ball ahead of it. Giroud can't quite catch him. Just as he's about to, Prishkin on it, just inside the box, bends it into the ball yeah, right. I do remember. And it just went off. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, like, surely not. We're like, yeah. we're going to beat Arsenal here. Yeah. And like I said earlier, they're all connected with a negative memory because then we go to the Emirates and we get beat 3-0. Yeah. But no, like, that, to a certain extent, Alex, like, I'm not poo-pooing it at all, but like, it's memories like that. Like, I sometimes think about being a fan of a Premier League team and I do sometimes think, like, would it be better if you do have, like, those underdog moments and, you know, things like that? I think there's a lot yes. to be said about it. So, yeah, well, there yeah. you go. Now Healy's won it back and Priskin gives chase and Tamas Priskin's ahead of Shiro. Priskin for Ipswich! Thomas Briskin scores for Ipswich Town! The championship side have the lead that they deserve at Portman Road! And it's Thomas Briskin, the Hungarian, with his sixth goal of the season! Have you got any, any, any other moments? I've got more, yeah. yeah go uh, it was a game, November 2013, Blackpool away. Again, I was, in my, I was at uni, but I was in my last year now. And I think I had a reading week, so just went home. Like I was going through some, I was going through some stuff. Yeah, like, I, I know this story. I like it a lot, don't it? Yeah, like, I like. Yeah, I just needed a break from stuff. I was like, I'll go home for a bit, and we we're playing at Blackpool. And growing up in Kendall, as I mentioned, like Blackpool, Preston away were the two dead certs. Like I'd always go to them. Stepdad, like as well as being a Liverpool fan, like he's got a soft spot for Blackpool as well through his family and um, someone that he worked with was a season ticket holder, so he used to go quite a lot. Sometimes me and him would go just down to Bloomfield Road. It's quick, 30, 40 minute blast in the okay, car. Cool. So it was me and I think Mum came along. She was in the away end of me. David, my stepdad, was in the home end with his mate from work. So we've all driven down together. We go in and it's a, it's a pretty terrible game. We're one nil down at half time. And then I think it was Berra. Christoph Christoph Berra centre back got injured. So Tyrone Mings, who, I mean, obviously he's been centre back for Villa this season, but was, re- was definitely a left back for yeah. us. He moved into centre half. Did he get his break with Ipswich? Was it, was it you guys? Like yeah, yeah. We signed it. We signed him for ten grand from Chippenham. Nice. Sold for eight million. Thank <laughs> you. And then Stephen Hunt pl- came on at left back, right. having signed the day before. Yeah. I was thinking, oh, 
God, here we go. And then we go 2 1 up yeah. in the second half. Frank Nubel and, <laughs> Frank and Paul Taylor, who used to play for Peterborough, Christ. Um, scored. Taylor scored in the 84th minute, I think. Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, okay, here we go. Car Jenny Home's going to be fun. Yeah. First minute of uh, second half stoppage time. Blackpool equalise. I'm just like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, I could have done with a win. Yeah. Surely it doesn't happen. Two minutes later, we get a corner. Big Daryl Murphy heads it in. Yeah. And the away end at Blackpool is always great because it's yeah. always like it's a weekend away from yeah, yeah. people. But my God, it just went mental. Like, people, like, everyone said, like, limbs. Yeah, that's, yeah. The, like, well, that's what the kids say. Yeah. But it genuinely was, like, bodies flying, gone a few rows forward, just hugging yeah, randomers. Yeah absolutely bouncing like it was that, that's right up there in terms of one of the best moments. I think it, I mean it was a nothing game really yeah. but just the complete contrast from like a few minutes earlier for being absolutely gutted throwing away a couple of points to then snatching them straight back mm-hmm. was was unbelievable and then the like, walking back to the car just getting ready just mm. sitting in it's like you alright? yeah was pretty pretty sweet. Um, another another good moment was the playoff semi final, two thousand and fourteen fifteen, at home to Norwich. Yeah. The atmosphere in Ipswich that day was is probably the best I've ever experienced at Portman Road. Yeah. Like we. We'd stumbled across the line really to get into the playoffs. This was under McCarthy. Yeah, right? under McCarthy. We were like second at going into the new year and it just fell away a little bit. But here we go, we got a chance. Two games against Norwich, who themselves they'd had a bit of a weird season with what was the youth coach called that took him over? He he replaced Hewton late on in the well, Premier League. Nicky. Late in the Premier season. Yeah. And then they gave him the gig. And then he got. And then they started really well, fell away to like ninth, tenth. Then they got Alex Neal, and it, it doesn't matter. But it was that season for them. So they'd been really up and down. And just getting. The, I was in, living in Cambridge at the time. Yeah. Get the train down to Ipswich. And that train journey, like, more Ipswich fans pile on the nearer you get. Uh-huh. It was bouncing, lunchtime kickoff, walking through the station. Past the away pub. You go right past the away pub. That opens at 6am on match days. Oh yeah, I'm not getting into that. Um, you walk over the bridge and you can see down like, like the beer garden out the yeah. back and they've got like these yellow and green flares. Yeah. Like, throw, basically both sets of fans throwing stuff at each other. Yeah. The police just, they're like, oh God. Yeah. Um, guiding us down. And as you walk down from the stations of Portman Road, normally you can cut straight through onto actual Portman Road itself, but because that's where the away fans are, now if you were a home fan, you had to go right the way around, like through Cardinal Park or down past the left past Staples. Depending on where you were sitting, it was like the police presence was silly. It was silly. Get in, go 1-0 down. And like beforehand, the, the, the atmosphere was bouncing it was a sellout proper like feel it yeah goosebumps we went one nil down and then just before half time paul anderson scores and it in terms of moments that's the best goal i've ever celebrated like yeah. i nearly passed out yeah. celebrating it just once you start to things like that but you, but Shortly after you settle down and your body's coming back, you start to get headaches, don't you? Like, yeah, yeah, at half time. Yeah. It's like, you know, when you see stars yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just like shaking yeah. and yeah, a little bit of headache through, throughout half time. But just like the ground, like it shook. Yeah. Like it, everyone yeah. was celebrating. It was, it was insane. Like, I wish I could have like bottled oh, yeah. that's that moment of that like minute Christ we'd be zillionaires if you did it would be yeah I imagine it would be better a better high than anything anything on the streets Um, 
couple of bad ones, I suppose. To end. Just a couple. Yeah, the five, the five one. Yeah. From Norwich was low. Was that the second leg? No, no, no. no. This was a few seasons uh, before. To, uh, it was when Lambert was in charge of them. Okay. And they got, they yeah. he'd got them up from League One to the yeah, Championship, yeah. and then he it was when yeah. they were going up again. And they and it was one of those where it was just like they were just too good. We were an absolute shambles as well. Okay. Paul Jewell in charge, and I just felt so out of touch at that point. Yeah. And then the the only other obvious one is relegation. If I, which we don't really need to talk about it. At all. Yeah, but I'd say the five one was the worst. Yeah, was the worst moment. Yeah, because at least with relegation, there's a little bit of hope. Yeah. There's a little. Whereas at that time, I just was like, I, I thought we were going down. Yeah, I mean, you. I must admit, I think you going down this year from your words, from what you've spoken over the years about it, which seems like two or three years in the making. Well, actually going down I think you said it to me two, at least two or three years ago what well, we're going down this year is it okay we're going down this year um, I, mean, I remember you called it quite early doors this year certainly I don't know. I don't, it's, a, it's a weird one because mm. but let's not talk about that too but much for, but three or four years before it was like we were we were in the playoffs I've just been yeah. talking about and seventh eighth mm. but it's it's I think it's been a slow decline since oh four oh five really. So obviously you alluded to it earlier. Um, Norwich have now gone up this year, and, yeah. and um, which will be the fifth Premier League season since they went down to League One in two thousand and eight nine. Okay. Paul Lambert at the helm started the resurgence in them. What hopes have you got going into the season? Do you see any sort of do you fancy yourselves to go up? No. Do you think you'll be consistently League One club now? Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're at best going to yo-yo a little bit. Okay. Martin only presents it to Sears though. Keeps his feet. I've got my favourite eleven next before your before your questions slash Twitter question, mm -hmm. which is singular. As I said earlier, the promotion Premier League teams were slightly before my time, so they don't really feature in this. Again, I've gone four four two in goal is the big pole in the goal Bartosz Bielkowski it, it was a it was a tough decision this it was between him Kelvin Davis from the 0-4-5 season or Neil Alexander who we had I think we only had him for about six months okay. before he, Rangers came in for him and he was a Rangers fan so we were like yeah okay we'd signed him on a free we got some money in for him but I really, really liked him, but Bart is a no-brainer for me. Yeah, he three times Player of the Year. Uh, got called up to the 2018 World Cup squad, which was spoke about during his cult heroes, whenever that was. He was so he's been so important in terms of saves that he's made and he's just kept us in games I I thought he was going to go to Millwall but the deal's fallen through really? yeah yeah I think Millwall being a bit up to their old tricks right like they he had a he had a knee operation in 2006 and then Millwall have flagged it up and from what I understand tried to get a bit of money off the deal but we've gone nah because it hasn't stopped him he's made hundreds of appearances since then um, so yeah Bart Bart in goal like real fans favourite as well huge connection everybody loves him everybody would be sad to see him go um, so yeah the, one of the best keepers we've had especially when I've been watching okay. right back 
Fabian Wellness. <laughs> Club legend. Yeah. Ten years that he played for Ipswich. Um, he was so good. So good. Really athletic, strong. Um, scored a great goal against Man United in the 2000-2001 season when we, I think we beat United. Um, and a nice guy as well. I met him in Tesco once. Really? Yeah. Just stopped, chatted to him, had a picture. Just a re- really, really nice guy. Yeah. Um, and he was Dutch as well. Yeah. Which is re- oh, like we've got a bit of Dutch connection history. So whenever we sign a Dutch player, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Although we haven't had one for quite a while. At centre-backs, Jason DeVos is one. Again, it was a real toss-up between Gareth McCauley was in contention, Tommy Smith, Christoph Berra, but I've given it to DeVos. He, he was a really, he was a leader. He was our captain. He put his body on the line. He'd get goals when you needed them. And he's one of those that he, like even like he, Canadian international. He retired when he was playing for Ipswich. And as well, like when a player retires from you, you're like, no, you're gen- like genuinely gutted because they're gone. And he's gone back to Canada now, and but he still like keeps in touch. Um, he was he was inducted into the Hall of Fame last season. He was at one of the games, like on Twitter as well. He still interacts with fans, so that has just given him the nods alongside. It's a no brainer for the other centre half. Yeah. It's Chambers. Yeah, it's Chambers. Yeah, Le- legend. I think I'd said a lot of it as to why on the court heroes just to quickly sum it up like he's he's not the best player but he's so committed to the club both on and off the pitch what he does off the pitch in terms of taking some of the youth players into an annex in his house letting them live there looking after them from like all the interviews he really just does so much in the dressing room sorting everything out the the hub of everything, just everything that you want from a captain is Luke Chambers, and he'd be the captain of this team. Left back, it's complete. Yeah, this was tough, and I'm still, still a little bit undecided. Well, you probably got it's, about between, four seconds, it's between yeah. Aaron Cresswell and Jonas Nudson. I'd probably give it to Nudson, just. Because of his goals? Yeah, because he scored two against Norwich in the same season. Yeah. Which are the only two goals he scored for the Ipswich, is that right? No, he scored another one. He scored against Fulham. I was there. I was we at, were at that game. We were at that game, yeah. I was at, and we were at, we were at the Norwich. home Norwich yeah, game. Norwich game, yeah. So we've both been <laughs> in present for yeah. two-thirds of his Ipswich goals. He, he, he splits opinion, Yeah, Nudson. I mean, I'll start on Cresswell. Obviously, he's a Premier League player now. He, he was just so good. He's left, like being left-footed myself. When you have someone with a genuine wand of a left foot, yeah, like, I really, really, really liked him. He scored some screamers for us. He very rarely had a bad game, and I didn't. He hasn't. He got an England cap yeah. as well. But I've given it to. Nudson, <laughs> but to be fair, Nudson again played. He actually played yeah. in a knockout game at the yeah. the last World Cup, and he, as I say, he splits opinion. Like a lot of people, are really glad to see the back of him, and the way he left wasn't the best. He's just left this summer because his contract was up. He's and gone he, to Malmo. Yeah, he's, well, he's, yeah, exactly. He's gone to Malmo, a top of the yeah. Swedish league and in the Europa League. So he's a Danish international. So there's clearly something about him. But uh, he's probably better as a centre back. To be yeah. fair, like when we played as a back three, he'd play the left side because one on one defensively he was so good. Mm-hmm. But often in the final third, his his crossing would let him down. And I'm still a bit pissed off with him for the away Norwich game uh, yeah. last season yeah. when Chambers scores in the 90th minute header from a corner after he'd been absolutely battered yeah. Mick McCarthy tells the fans to fuck off yeah. 
and then we're trying to hold on, we're trying to hold on, Nudson's breaking down the left and again it comes down to his poor final ball and decision making. Well, they threw it both No, 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 yeah. all he had to do is get it in the corner. He's strong, yeah. like no one would have got it off him, run the yeah. clock down, but instead he, he goes to play it through to someone who's through, I can't remember who. Yeah. Makes a hash of it, Norwich break, score. Actually, that should be on one of my worst moments, but I've tried to suppress it. Um, but again, like he he did try and get involved. Like Luke, you know the Luke Chambers fist pump. Yeah. Whenever we win, yeah, Chambers will wind up and get the crowd going, yeah. and everyone yeah. cheers. It's, yeah, I've made it sound shit, but it is quite it's quite cool when you're there. Okay, and Nudson once when. Um, Chambers was injured or suspended. Yeah. He took. He was captain. Yeah. Took it over. So I'm gonna give it. I just liked him as well, which Mate. is what it's all about. Yeah, I just, I about. just liked him. I, I, I've said it before with the Pedersen courtyards. I like Scandinavia. So when we signed, I was like, yes. <laughs> we signed not um, not long after I'd been to Denmark to Copenhagen. Oh. I like fallen in love with the city, and I was like, yeah, my man. Cool. Here comes the corner. Oh, Murphy is up and that's gone in. Remarkable ending. Ipswich are going to win it after all. Murphy's downward head up in the most thrilling of fashion. There's the whistle. Ipswich win by three goals to two. Right wing. John Waters. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I mean, I have to include him. I did a court heroes on him. I have to include him. Um... Quick summary, like, gave it his all, went on to have a pretty good Premier League career, good international career for Ireland, yeah. really good player, got a lot of time for him. Committed. Committed, and again, I said it during the court heroes, it's just such a shame he got injured yeah. last season, who knows what would have happened. No, definitely. Two sentiments. Oh, it's the 2004-05 pairing. Jim Jolton and Tommy Miller. Oh. Goals, nice. creativity. The Jolton was a player, you know. Yeah, so he good. was a player. So good. I loved watching him. He just made it look so it easy. No matter under what pressure he was under, he <laughs> wanted the ball and he'd find it with a pass. I just loved watching him. I remember as well. I got I got told I was playing centre. He used to wear number seven. <laughs> you did switch and. I got told I was playing central midfield for my Sunday league side. Right. Walk into the change room, grab, grab the seven. Yeah. I was like, if I'm because it was weird that I would play central midfield. Yeah. Everyone, it was a bit like because I'm quite small. Yeah. And like back then, yeah. Sunday league is like four four two. Yeah. Knock it along. Yeah. Normally, I normally I'd play left wing or left yeah. back. And they put me in central midfield. I was like, all right. All right. If you're sure, yeah. But I'm having the seven. I'm having. I'm having Jim's yeah. shirt. Um, yeah. Who do you have one on the side? Tommy Miller. Yeah. Yeah, he had three spells at Ipswich. Just, I just really liked him. Yeah. Like, dependable player. And again, like goals, yeah. goals. Like if you've got a central midfielder who can score your goals, it's it's well, worth definitely. a lot, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Left wing. <sighs> There's four. I really, really struggled. Come on. And I only just settled it earlier. Yeah, who were the four first? Darren Curry. Yeah. Again, he was part of that 0-4-5 season. He had no pace, but he was so skillful and would cut inside and his crossing was amazing. Mm -hmm. Could shoot from range. I was just, yeah, he again, he, he wore... The ten yeah. shirt, which is pretty cool. So again, like if I was playing left wing, I, was yeah. like, I want the ten. Yeah. Um, he was in contention. This might be a weird one, but J Tab. Okay. Because that he was part. He was a huge part of the fourteen fifteen playoff season. Yeah. And he's just a bit of a like cult hero. Like yeah. he's what five foot nothing. Yeah. Um. He was so solid, dependable. Like he would, he would cover quite a lot as well for Mings yeah. to bomb on. Yeah, 
I remember he scored a header against Middlesbrough as well. Like a really good header, yeah. considering he's tiny. Yeah. So I always just quite liked him. Um, Gary Roberts as well was another. He yeah. kind of played around 2006-7-ish. He was there for mm. two or three seasons. Signed on loan from Accrington. And then we signed him permanently. I was like, why are we signing him? Like, yeah. I've never heard of him. But he just like, yeah, had a fair bit of pace, a bit of trickery. Um, he was a winger that had a go at people, yeah. which is what you want. And again, left-footed, so I was like, yeah, he, I like this guy. Um, I liked his delivery. He had a like, really good technique as well. And just like one of those, I was like, yeah, I'd quite like to be like you yeah um but i've settled on freddie sears yeah yeah he came into my mind earlier signed in the january of the 14-15 season for i think about 200 grand from colchester play he was predominantly a striker yeah but one of those like selfless players would play right wing left wing left midfield right midfield would always give his all mm-hmm. for the team. And I think that's why Mick McCarthy absolutely loved him because yeah. you, you, you could trust him. But watching him, he's a good footballer. He is very intelligent. You can yeah. tell that he came through a Premier League academy. Yeah. He was what 16, 17 when he it was for big when he scored on his own. Yeah, yeah, and it just never worked out. But you can always tell he's got that intelligence yeah. of, of a higher level, and. He went. He went about forty games without. He went basically a calendar year yeah. without scoring a goal, and then he scored away at Reading. Yeah. Towards the end of McCarthy's final season, after McCarthy had gone, yeah. we won four 0 I was in that away crowd, and it was it was so good. And then yeah. he scored the next week as well, another <laughs> game that I was at, and the fans love him. Like yeah. just the chant they've got. It's really simple. It's like, oh, Freddy, Freddy, yeah. and so on. Cool. Good, good guy. Like, good player. Yeah, and he's a good player. He's, he got injured away at Norwich in February, did his ACL, so he's probably out till around Christmas time yeah. of the year, but phew, he could, be, yeah, he could yeah. be so good in League One Definitely. this season coming. So, fingers, I hope to see him back because I love him. Two up top. Pablo. Yeah. Come on, elaborate. Ah, Pablo's Pablo, isn't he? No Pablo, no Pablo. So, so chilled. Arguably too chilled. This and that. Um, just so skillful. Luxury player, really. Yeah. Just great great to watch, but frustrating to watch. Yeah. Um, Won't run the channels for you. Nah. Yeah. Uh, and I mentioned during the court here was the back heel goal yeah. against Charlton from like the penalty spot and the audacious dink in the 97th against Coventry just yeah. two unbelievable moments and again he had a couple of spells with us yeah. fans favourite great chant he's got to be in there next one one of your favourites Hit Murphy. it's Darren Murphy yeah yeah he had again he had three spells with us Three. Yeah, couple on loan. Yeah. Um, I remember he scored, I was at this game, he scored about 20 seconds into his debut of the first spell. Right. And when we signed him as well, like, I looked at his goal record and it was terrible. Yeah. But it's because he played a lot of his career on the left wing, but we actually played him as a striker. Darren Murphy was a left winger. Um, yeah, yeah. But he, I can see why. Like He's powerful. He's deceptively quick. Yeah. Um, and in that playoff season, he got 27 goals. Yeah. Did and they he, get a seven, seven mil bid from Newcastle for him, wasn't it? Or someone? Nah. Someone bid for him when he was banging goals for you, wasn't it? It was talk about five, six that got rebuffed. Magol, there was a bid for McGoldrick for eight. Yeah. Who, again, honourable mention for him. Um, but... Yeah, Murphy. I loved watching him. I really loved watching him. Physical player. Um, he would often very intelligent. Like he would run the channels. Yeah. Like he'd go out wide and he was clever. Like Mick McCarthy team is very 
Route 1. Yeah. So it was hit Murph. Like, that yeah. was the game plan. But it, it worked. Yeah. Like, he'd drift wide because he definitely fancied himself. He'd just bully fullbacks. Yeah. Win it in the air, knock down for, like, the Sears, McGold- yeah. uh, McGoldrick. And that, yeah, that season when he hit 27, like, everything he touched went yeah. in. Yeah. Like, there was this one goal against Wolves. Balls come on, like, long ball from the back. And it's bounced just in front of him. And he's about 25, maybe 30 yards out. Mm-hmm. And he just he just smashes it. The keeper's not quite set himself. No one's expecting it. And it just flies into the bottom corner. So, yeah. I toyed with the idea of McGoldrick. Because he's just so good. Yeah. Premier League player now. Yeah. And Martin Waghorn as well. Even though he's only there for a season, I just fell in love with him. Yeah. Left-footed. Mm-hmm. Scored goals. Everybody loved him. Bargain by. Bargain by. Yeah, the profit we made on him. Mm. But it's got to be Pablo and Dara Murphy. Mm. With Joe Royal as manager. Okay. And Jim Majorton as number two. Right, okay. Couldn't quite decide. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Can they get a winner? Town coming forward. Wickham to Cunyago. Oh, Inside the boxes at 3-2. Yes! It is! Yes! Oh, what a finish to this game! Pablo Cunyago! 30 seconds after Coventry said he thought they'd had a 2-2 draw, lifted over the top of Westwood, all the composure in the world, and Pablo Cunhago wins this game for Ipswich Town. Well, cheers, Alex. I enjoyed that. I've got a few questions for you. Yes, and then we have uh, got some Twitter ones as well. Yes, I'll, I'll kick it off with the Twitter. Um, yeah. Edwin Garcia has uh, asked, what's the worst away ground you've had on your travels with Ipswich Town? <sighs> There are two. Go on. Barnsley away. Yeah. In the, well. Yeah, I just hate that ground. Yeah. That's my least favourite ground I've ever been to. Right. right. It, it was nowhere near full. It was windy. The all like all the corners are open. Yeah. You're you feel so far away from all of the fans mm. in the away end there's just no atmosphere it was miserable but the worst that I've been to was Carlisle away yeah like it's just a shit all over ground mm. Park. yeah it was a league cup game we got drawn against Carlisle away so obviously me being in Kendall I'm like perfect yeah about 40 minutes up the road off we went and it's like it's shit all over the ground. Yeah. You're rocking up and like, what are we doing here? And then we get beat an extra time as well. And it was just like, oh my God. And it was to, it was first round of the League Cup, so it's what? First week or two yeah. of the season. Um it was one of it was Paul Jewell was in charge and it was just like we just know this season's gonna be shit. Mm-hmm. So I would give it to Carlisle. Okay. Next question we've got. Uh, I don't know who it's from. It's from my mate Matt because it's on my Instagram. Okay. I doubt he'll be listening, but uh, thanks for sending a question in. Which League One ground are you looking most forward to, to visiting in the forthcoming season? Portsmouth. Go on. Uh, I think Fratton Park's quite a cool yeah. ground. Yeah, something about it. Even though you've got your man with the bell. But I think I think it as well. It's it's not just the ground, but it's the club. Like they've they've been through the ring of the last yeah. what fifteen years, yeah. like the ups and downs that they've had. So I'll be looking forward to that. Um, I'd quite like to get to Sunderland as well, if I can. Yeah. I feel like that. I feel like that's not quite an answer to to the question. Yeah, Bristol Rovers as well is another one that I'd quite like to get to. Yeah. Um, Mainly because I had a really good career with, fo- with on football manager with Bristol Rovers, took them from the conference to the championship. Yeah. So I was like, I quite like to go there. And it's like a weird looking ground, bit of character. So yeah. there's my top three, but Ports, yeah, Portsmouth the most. Just and I think that is going to be a huge game in terms of the league. Yeah, mm, massive. Right, it's your question time. Yeah. So three questions. Yep. 
Um, I think I already know the answer to one. Uh, Listeners don't. <laughs> do you think you'll ever see Ipswich in the Premier League again? I had a feeling that was coming. No. No? No, I just can't. I can't see it because of the amount of money we have. Sadly, that is what it's about now. Um, yeah, the you look at what the top half of the championship, how many of them have been in the Premier League re like recent enough when the Premier League money's gone sky yeah. high to have had their share of the pie um, or have got like really good sound investment for example Bristol City mm -hmm. um, I alluded to it earlier I don't think we're a dead cert to get out of League One let alone get out of the Championship to be honest yeah okay it's, it pains me to say no 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 because I, I think and that's like if we'd gone up in 14-15 it would have changed. Yeah. It would have changed our fortunes. Yeah. Because that is the boom, that's that where, is big. That's mega big money. Where, money that's time. Where mega money, weren't it? It's a tough one, isn't it? Like we've got a good youth system. Yeah. So, I guess the only hope is we get some huge money yeah. for some of them. But I think that would need them to have had a good championship season mm. and there's no way I'm getting ahead of myself I think that, yeah I think we're not I think we're lazily one of the favourites okay. for, for League One lazy betting basically I can sit well betting is people putting in well, that's how the odds are done yeah. like more people lump on I think it's just people looking at it and going poor Ipswich that's a big club yeah. for that level that's why us and Sunderland are the yeah. top two favourites yeah. because on paper, we are the two biggest clubs. Like, we haven't been at this level, mm -hmm. not just my lifetime, not just your lifetime, but my dad's lifetime. Like, yeah. you, you've got, what, three generations of fans, probably, that have ne two or three generations of fans that have never seen Ipswich in the third tier. Jesus. It's, it was the late 50s. Jesus. So, I think, so yeah, you it's, about, it's about 60 odd years. Spurs have won the league since Ipswich have been as low as they are now. Um, yeah, 1961. Yeah. Jesus, that's a long time. Mm. And we won the League 62. Yeah. Now, obviously, I've been to the Derby with you. Yep. Yeah. I know how much you despise Norwich. Yeah. If you can erase the existence of three people associated with Norwich City, who would they be? That's a tough question. Because I know three is not enough, but... No. I'm not sure there's anyone. Not even Grant Holt. But he's he's a villain. In every story you need a hero and a villain. Okay. You need the good and the bad. Um and like erase is Maybe okay, maybe Alex Neal. <laughs> Go on. One because he just looks like a bit of a doyle, do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. But him coming in in fourteen fifteen and then like obviously we lost to them in the playoffs that season, they go back up. Uh, that was a key moment. Actually, Farker as well, probably. So I'm just, I'm just trying to think into it. Like, I, I hate Grant Holt. Like, he's my yeah. most hated person associated with Norwich. But I wouldn't erase him because he helps fuel the, hate, the hatred and he yeah. helps fuel the rivalry. He, like, I see pictures of him and like the hat trick that he scored against us and when he is tweets on he's, that, yeah. yeah, he's getting on Twitter. So if you get rid of him, you lose a lot of the passion and the hatred from from the derby. But I go, I, I, I'll go to I'll go with two. Right, Alex Neal, because 
that 14-15 season was a chance to for us to get back on top of them. Yeah. And he then got them up and again that got him a nice little top for that pre- sweet Premier League money. Yeah. And then Farker as well because the season just gone was their parachute money run out. Yeah. And and at the time of the derby. And the season before that, we finish above them. Yeah. <sighs> right. Okay. Because that's it now. Like, the, chas- the the chasm was closing. Yeah. The chasm was really closing, and we've nearly beaten them a couple of times. Yeah. You should have beaten them. We, should, we should have beaten them. In the yeah. la- Since they came down, what, 15, 16? Yeah. We should have beaten them in that time. And Farker taking them back up. And therefore, okay, if you want your three, I'll answer the question, I'll play along. Uh, Stuart Webber, the director of football, <laughs> because he's helped that Farker project. Yeah. Okay, cool. I wouldn't say, again, and I'd, you, were you expecting Delia in that? No. Okay, but I'd put her again in that Grant Holt. You need them, you need them. You need those. Yeah. yeah, I'd stick with those three, Neil, yeah. Webber and Farker, just because... As it as the gap was closing, they've edged it away, and now it's it's bigger than it's ever been. This yeah. is the this is the first time we've ever been two divisions apart. Jesus. Okay, you're organising a dinner party. You can have six people: ex Ipswich present managers, players, staff, anything dead or alive. Dead or alive. Okay. Five people, sorry. I was going to say, why six? six? No, sorry, five. Six including me? Yeah. Okay. Who are you inviting? Sir Bobby Robson, Sir Ralph Ramsey. Then, non-negotiables. Yeah. John Walk. Yeah. That's, that is a good question. Um Possibly, the names going from my head right now are George Burley, Luke Chambers, Paul Lambert, Marcus Evans. Yeah, let's get Evans there. Yeah. Sheepshanks, maybe. Would you invite Keane? Roy Keane? Yeah. To have Marcus Evans... Roy Keane and Sir Bobby in a room would be quite interesting. Because you'd have Sir Bobby being the gent. <laughs> uh, I see where you're coming from and it would be funny. But, no. He doesn't make... Nick as well. It's better than them as a crowd. I mean, I'd quite like just Mick, Roy Keane and Marcus Evans. I think yeah. that would be a laugh, those yeah. three. Um... Uh, two, I mean, two are locked in. Yeah. Not a problem. Yeah. It's uh, so a okay. set menu for five people, so you've got to name five. Yeah, it's all bought and paid for. Yeah. Okay, Robson, Ramsey, Burley, because I'd say there are three most successful managers. Yeah. Burley as well, player. John Walk. Yeah. And Luke Chambers. Cool. Sure about that? About to submit the pre-booking? <laughs> Get the name card. Maybe wants out. the pre- wants to know the order. <laughs> that would be like a Tottenham lasagna yeah. style meal that she'd knock up. Cool. Well, yeah, though, yeah, those yeah. five. Well, that's going to play on my mind now all evening. So thank you. No worries. Well, taking on the defender and winning. Mate, I've enjoyed that. Anything else? Um. J- yeah, just no. Like you touched on it earlier, like what it'd be like to support a lower league team. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't change that for the world. Yeah. Like for anything. I I don't care. Yeah. For me. It's been it's been tough. Like support this whole the, the two episodes we've done have been about supporting 
our clubs and I've had like nothing to shout about yeah so I mean if we go up this season or get to Wembley for the playoff final or whatever or the Checker Trade Cup it'll be so like that that'll be your day out of the sun won't it I don't think we'll get Premier League again but yeah. surely we'll we'll have something to shout about like a promotion or whatever yeah and when it maybe maybe yeah what, something it will happen and when it does it will be it'll I think it will taste so so sweet because I haven't been fed success that's a great way and to sum it up yeah like even though we're now in League One and we spent the last 17 years in the Championship it's it's my team yeah and like it, it was there when you're born yeah it'll be there when you die people in your life come and go but that's the one constant yeah. in your life your mm -hmm. team you'll always have that place to go and, for all, and there'll always be thousands of other people who are in the same boat I think um, anyone that's a football fan will be able to understand and you know really relate to what you just said the people that won't aren't into football I think will probably think like how and they come up with the stupid sayings like it's just a game and stuff like that but when it's your club and that's where you feel you're belonging there's so much more to it even yeah like everyone has problems I've had problems as you know about you've had problems but Saturday 3 o'clock yeah. it's a whole different world of problems yeah, 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 they go away being Instagram but that's then what you think about yeah. and I'm so happy to have a season ticket yeah. for the first time it's taken me 27 years and like the distance that I've always lived from Ipswich. Yeah. Just, just really touched on that. Um, I've dreamt. I've, I've dreamt on it. I've yeah. dreamt about it, and I remember always used to like coming down, seeing my dad, and like going to the game, and just be like, Dad, one day I want a season ticket. One day I want a yeah. season ticket. And like saying, like go, and then going back home to Kendall. And, like, yeah. In the in the car, and be like, "Oh, I was the game." And I was just like, "Mom, one day I want a season ticket. Yeah. One day." And I don't care. It's in League One. I mm. really don't. Cool. I couldn't give a shit. Mm. I've got one. It's my seat. Yeah. In the cobbled stand. Yeah. Where, which was the same stand that I first watched the game. Cool. It's really. That's pretty. It is pretty cool. Cool. Well, I think that pretty much brings us to the end of the show. Alex. And the end of the run. That is going to be the last of the Cult Hero features. Yep. That's it. Yeah. We're done. It's the last day of June as we're yeah. recording it, so contract negotiations have now got to start. Do the plugs, mate, and let's get out of here. Twitter, at the unused subs. Let us know what you've thought about this episode and the Arsenal one from last week. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and what's the other one? Acast. Acast as well. Yeah, why not? If that's yeah. if that's your bag, you yeah. go for it. As long as you're listening, get those yeah. numbers up. Yeah, we'll cool. see you when we see you. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you. Good night. Ladies. Should be in there. And Pettis scored! A fantastic finale! Thomas, it's up for grabs now!